Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports Television Analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Yeah, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like people I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 it's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing, Heavy Lunch in the Buckeye State here in Ohio, where we have no power and big storms just hit um, last night. And I'm sweating like, uh, what did I hear someone say yesterday? <laughs> I'm sweating very bad. Let's just put it that way. What's whatever, whatever, like a, like a wrestler or something or <laughs> it's hot. Uh, I do have a little light. I do have a little light here that's powered up, but, uh, no, it's, it's a little warm. It's like hundred degrees. Is that, did you get your AC fixed? D Welch? We did. Thankfully. Um, it was in the eighties in our house last night, not ideal. Um, the hottest week of the year down here temps in the feels like 115 range. Uh, so very thankful to have our AC back this morning. I would be like in nothing but underwear. Like that's pretty much what it was. uh, (laughs) Like that is a scorcher. It almost feels like when, like I was, like I was saying last week, Smoking I was probably salmon. a little too hard on Ohio Sprint Week. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Salmons. <laughs> I was probably a little too hard on Ohio Sprint Week. I, I love the week. It's a great week. The, some of the best racing the All-Stars have is through Ohio. But for some reason, when it becomes Ohio Sprint Week, they just turn on the 100, 100 switch. Like, oh, it's, it's time to be 100 degrees. Like, it's, that's the start. That's the start of the summer and the start of 100 degrees and, and the start of no, no rain unless you go to Lima uh you know just 100 and scorching hot and 100 and scorching hot that's what that's what Ohio Sprint Week is and boy there's there's been some good races um 
so far to start the week. And we can we can get into our Sundollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week brought to you by our friends at Sundollar Restoration, sundollar.net. Um, Kim and Jason didn't send in their hat shakes, but I'm sure they're going to give them to Zeb. Who has say it's got to be for one, the car, right? Yeah. Well, he, has he won two races since we had him on, or, or at least one more? He won two no, races in five, yeah. five races. Yeah, so like he won at Attica, then we had him on the show. Yeah. And then he just recently won again at Fremont, uh, 10 grand to win on Sunday. confused by that. Saturday, Parker Price Miller won. Um, but Sunday, Zeb won. And that was a big win. That was his first All Star win at Fremont. It was his fourth all-star win of his career, I think. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure Kim and Jason, that's where their hat shakes lie. Uh, you know, Zeb has had a really good week. He was fast last night, last week, fourth at Wayne County. And I'm sure, you know, his confidence right now is probably at an all-time high. So we'll see if he can win a few more races this week. But um, Justin Peck won last night at Wayne County. That was a really good race. The lights shut off like three times during the night. And there was like three delays for power. Uh, well, the the track power. So um, that happened last night. You can hear my dogs barking uh, in the distance. Apologize for that. Um, who else won? Parker Price Miller won at Fremont on Saturday. Brian Brown beat the Outlaws at Knoxville. So did Brent Marks. And Danny Dietrich won the – I think he won the opening night of Ohio Sprint Week at Attica. Um, big win for Dietrich. He was you know, extremely emotional about that. He loves to come to Ohio and beat those guys. We, we talked to him. A couple weeks ago on the podcast uh so those are the, the the winners for ohio sprint week indiana midget week it was the buddy kofoid show uh he won four straight at one point and went on to win a second straight indiana midget week title today's guest jacob denny won at lincoln park speedway it was the upset of the week um the little team that could a 17 year old kid from ohio gets in their car and um you know comes in and and, and beats the big dolls he had a really good week though finishing third in points uh, behind Grant and, and Kofoid. So just an impressive week uh, for the Midgets. And uh, Cannon McIntosh sealed a huge win at Kokomo, was there that night. Gas City rained out. Um, so I believe that's kind of like all the USAC and the All-Star racing. Do you have any have anything of note that you need to, to mention for the hat shakes? I don't think so. I was going to give my hat shake to uh, the top four female qualifiers at Putnamville. Um, which I thought was pretty neat. I thought for a minute we were going to maybe have the top five because Maria Kofer was the best of them in hot laps and um, I think had like maybe the best first lap of all of them in qualifying and then um, had to basically steer around the infield tire at the on her second lap. But um, regardless, you know, pretty awesome that, um, you know, one, that we have that many females that are racing in, in midgets right now, but uh, that they're good and they're fast. and. Um, it's, uh, it used to be Lawrenceburg. Lawrenceburg used to be the ladies, the ladies forte there, but, uh, Putnamville made a, made a big move there to steal the, uh, the official ladies track of midget week. So I thought it was cool that, uh, that all four of them were as quick as they were and give them all a hat shake. Yeah, for sure. We got a feature on, um, flow racing right now on, uh, the, the ladies and the women of USAC racing. They're really kind of it's a great storyline. Honestly, Kaylee Bryson was fourth in points with Indiana Midget Week. That's an that's an outstanding week for her. She's been really quick, uh, showing a lot of pace, a lot of um, you know good racecraft from all of the all of the ladies uh, 
in the USAC National Midget Series. You know, Jade Avedigian, we've talked about her on the show. She's really good. Maria Kofer is really good. She's won, of course, a USAC regional race um, out west, the West Coast race. Um, you know, and Mariah Ede and and um, who am I miss? Oh, Taylor Reimer. Like, they're they're really good race car drivers. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun the rest of the year watching to see when, they, when the first um, woman can win a, a USAC National Midget race because I think it's coming this year. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, I think, I mean, the numbers are, are in our favor, obviously, to, you know, for that to happen. But, um, you know, I think you've got, um, you know, you've got all of them that, that can race and, you know, that, that understand racecraft and, um, you know, that's half of it, right, is, is, you know, being aggressive enough and being able to put a whole night together and, and not just qualify, you know, so, and I, and I think that, um, you know, I think that they all can do that. So, um, would love for it to happen. You know, it'd obviously be a hugely popular win and um, hope it happens soon. Jonathan Davenport won the Millie, uh, the Eldora Million with the Dirt Late Models. My hat shake is going to PPM and Parker Price Miller. He won his first all-star race of the year. Um, of course, it's well known his story. He's battling cancer. Um, is he in radiation right now still? Um, can't remember. He was racing. He was racing and and did chemotherapy and then was in radiation and should be finishing radiation up here soon. Might even already be done. Um, but just a tremendous story this year. One of the best stories of the year. I think he's third in points right now behind Courtney with the All Stars, and he got his first win at Fremont. That's where my hat shake goes to him and Sam McGee and the boys um, for for their win. Uh, I mentioned Cannon won at Kokomo, Grant won with the Sprint Car at Kokomo, Team Ez won at Lincoln Park with the Sprint Car, the Sprint Car Tour, the 500 Sprint Car Tour. Uh, Cody Swanson won at Plymouth on the pavement, and then Tyler Roerig won at Berlin uh, in the 500 Sprint Car Tour. So those. We've been kind of following the pavement sprint cars this year. Uh, who else we got? A bunch of other winners. Brady Bacon won with the Extreme Outlaw Series at Lake Ozark. Um, yeah, so congratulations to the winners. If I didn't mention you, sorry. Go check it out. Uh, there are a lot of people that can uh, give you some winners. Um, TJSlideways.com is my favorite website to figure out where the winners are. But uh, – you can get a bunch at flowracing.com, dirtondirt.com for all the dirt late models and uh, all the other news outlets. Um, for our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week, brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. They'll put a roof on your house. They'll help you with water, fire, mold restoration. They're based in the greater Indianapolis area. They'll get with your insurance company. You'll likely pay nothing, and um, they'll help you out restoring any property that you have at sundollar.net. They're our great friends. And they support racing. They support racers like D. Welsh and Zeb and, and others. Um, great people. And we associate ourselves with people who help support racing. So visit them at sundollar.net. All right. Are we ready to talk to Jacob Denny? Let's do it. Let's do it. The Buckeye, Jacob Denny, 17-year-old, went to victory lane at Lincoln Park Speedway during Indiana Midweek, his first USAC win of his career. He is next. This is the Loud Piddle Podcast on Flow Racing. Gentlemen, start your engine. The race car is pure historic. They are the ancestors of the current Indianapolis car. As we get ready for exciting USAC dirt car racing. But we're not here for horses, we're here for horsepower.
and we are back on the loud pedal podcast on flow racing excited to have this kid on his name is jacob denny he's 17 years old he's from ohio he won his first usac national midget race this week uh congratulations on your win and congratulations on the week i know finishing third in the points that was you know a huge upset for you guys but also i think you guys felt like you came into this week knowing you had some speed yeah, I we definitely had the speed. Just uh, putting the whole night together was the main thing for me, and uh, they they really worked well. We worked well together this week and had a great car every night. It's it's kind of interesting to me just watching your um, your progression because, like, I remember you know obviously a couple of years ago at the Chili Bowl, you kind of seemed like burst onto the scene, and then um, every time you've been in the car, it seemed like you've just gotten better and now you're kind of consistently up front so how do you feel like your progression has been you know now that you started to run some midget stuff a little bit more some full midget stuff a little more yeah i definitely noticed i've felt like i've been a lot better a lot more comfortable than what i was last year in the car just because i'm not jumping in from the, that car then back to the d2 and then back to that car but now just being able to stay in a car and be comfortable every time i get in it it helped help out a lot What's the big differences between those two cars, the D2 midgets and, and, and now these national midget cars? There's not much different, but the power, like, just makes everything so much more the feel-wise different, like how to run the cushion or how to roll the bottom. Or when you hit a hole, it feels way bigger than what the D2 would feel if when you hit that hole. So uh, that's basically the thing I've been trying to get used to the most. Did you go straight from quarter midgets to the D2 cars, or did you run something else? No, I went straight from quarter midgets to the D2. How was that? Uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was definitely a learning curve because I don't haven't ran. I mean, quarter midgets, you just run the bottom the whole time. You yeah. run big arc and then go back down to the bottom. So I had to learn the limits of the cushion, and, you know, you can't go in the slick down the straightaway when you're trying to roll the bottom and stuff like that. You've you've run um, well, so you ran the Chili Bowl. Was it for Petrie, right? Yeah, it was. That was like probably your breakout, and you had a pretty good prelim run. Um, was that your kind of your first taste at na the National Midget Cars? Uh, I had ran two races with them, Power Eye at the end of the year at Creek County because we were just that's just one shot. My dad said we'll see how you do, and like it's probably like maybe last time just because I mean it's not easy to come up with funds to run a national midget all the time so we we're just seeing how i if i was good like did good at it and i did pretty good and then uh we put the chili bowl together with no expectations at all and then it ended up going way better than any of us could have thought or dreamed well and i thought it was cool too in uh in victory lane at putnamville that uh that jerry coons came up to you and and you know was obviously uh was super pumped for you so um your process of of learning kind of like been uh you know using and, and learning leaning on jerry uh yeah i asked him for a lot of tips especially now like more now than probably ever because i mean we're, all, we're at the track so it helps it's easier so i don't have to you know ask my dad hey dad can you call jerry and ask him like something about so i can figure this out so uh i actually asked him for tips at every track each race he was at. So, uh, thanks. Thankfully, he told me, even though I was racing against him. So, 
<laughs> yeah, because Coons had a relationship with Petrie and, um, you know, good relationship. And he was actually almost helping develop Emerson Axum and, and you a little bit when you were there with the Chili Bowl, you know, at the Chili Bowl and running for them. Like, is he like very like, does he like give good feedback and good information? Is he like a really good driver coach? Because it seems like he is. Yeah, he knows a lot. So anything that he can, I can get, like he can tell me, I can try to put it in ways I would know. It helps out a lot. And he does. He does that very well, especially last year at the BC 39, I was struggling a little bit and I asked him a couple of tips and uh, he told me and it actually helped out a lot, which it's hard for a driver to driver to tell somebody how to do something because we all drive a little different, but he puts it in the good words and so you can use them. So now that you've got a win under your belt, you, you've kind of put together, um, you know, what, whatever it was, four or five solid nights, you know, at midget week. Um, you know, how are you feeling for the rest of the year just to kind of have have like a win under your belt and, and to kind of know how to do it, how to put together, you know, a full 30 laps like that and and, and win? Yeah, it's definitely boosts the confidence because uh, I always questioned myself if I could run up front like consistently with those guys and be there, which I've, I mean, that's what I want to I want to be that, you know, run up there with those guys. So uh, just the confidence is the main thing because you get up there and you get a caution and you're running second. You're like, holy cow, I'm running second against the best guys in the business. So I noticed that Kokomo, like I got the caution. I was in third and I was just told myself, like, don't freak out. You know, you've done it before. So you meant to run up here. So cool. Well, <laughs> you're from Galloway, Ohio. And I have, uh, you know, a sense of pride in knowing that you're, you know, Another USAC winner coming from Ohio, you know, the Buckeye State, right? I think it was Teddy Beach uh, in 2005 or something like that. The last person who's won at the Speedrome uh, for, you know, a Buckeye win with a USAC National Midget Series. Growing up in Ohio, were you a big USAC fan? Like, what, what was the route that you wanted to go as a race car driver? I honestly didn't get into dirt till I was like 11 or 12. It was all pavement. And then I ran a dirt quarter midget race and was hooked. I always went to Eldora every once in a while, but I never really was into it that much until till then. And after that, I was like, well, this, this, this is sweet. I want to do this. Who were some of the guys that you, uh, you watched growing up or, or that you, you know, enjoyed cheering for? Uh, Thorson was the main one when he was with Keith. I mean, still, like, even a couple years ago when I, I – mean, you can't really root for somebody when you're racing against them. So. Sure. Uh, but Thorson and uh, Bell were two of the main ones. Cool. So you did you like grow up a pavement fan too? Like, were you like did you like IndyCar? Did you like NASCAR? What was your kind of your interest? Yeah, I really was in the NASCAR. My dad raced legend cars, so around Ohio. So I was always pavement. Like, I want to go to NASCAR, but I mean, I'd still love to go to NASCAR. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but that was the main thing I always watched and paid attention to. Does your dad still race or is he done now? No, he uh, sold all this stuff so that I could go race. <laughs> Smart guy. It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure. But you're, now I'm sure your dad's probably like, this is really paying off, man. This is really, you know, this is, you're, you're you know, finally coming on the scene here, you know, at 17 years old and winning a national, national race. I mean, I feel like your career is only going up from here. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's been pretty good so far, and hopefully it just keeps going up. And I'm glad my dad uh, lets me do this, because I'm sure he would love to be racing still. 
I don't want to, you know, look too far down the road, but, um, you know, you've obviously got the midget deal, you know, figured out and, and I would imagine keep running those for a little while, but what do you want to do? Um, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to run sprint cars? Do you want to run pavement stuff? Like what's kind of your immediate, you know, goals for the, you know, the next few years or so? Uh, I mean, sprint cars right now would be the main like thing. I mean, NASCAR, I mean, it's hard to get to. So if I could get to run midgets more and maybe get something to where I could go to, you know, crazy good or something. I don't know. It's kind of out of the, out of the picture, I guess right now, but, uh, sprint cars would be the thing right now I'd focus on. But if NASCAR would ever appear, I would love to do that. Gotcha. How many, how many midget races you got left this year? Do you know? Uh, I honestly don't. I'm running Illinois Midget Week next two weeks from now with Power Eye. But honestly, after that, I mean, I don't really know. I'm just kind of going with the flow here. Winning races will get you some more more races, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> you, hope, you hope at least, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Was there was there anyone this week that kind of reached out to you that surprised you like that came to you either in the pit area and said man you really got it going on or or maybe tweeted you on social media like anybody that surprised you? Uh, Levi Jones when he tweeted uh, after my win that was pretty sweet. Didn't expect a tweet from him. That was pretty cool. And Jerry like yeah, he, I expected him to tell me a good job, but he was really happy for me. That that was pretty cool. That is cool. Not bad company, Levi Jones and Jerry Coons Jr. Yeah, Shit. yep, yeah, bad. <laughs> Dylan was just happy that he didn't take down his track record at Kokomo. Yep. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at qualifying, so you'd, if you have a track record, you probably never have to worry about it. For me, at least, <laughs> I'm not good. Hey, you never say never. I was a terrible qualifier too, and then one day I just laid down a lap. So you never know. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's got, that's got to be the most nerve wracking part of the night, really. I mean, qualifying is probably the most ner nervous you get all night. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I'm not good at qualifying, and then I mean, for you, stock it sets up your whole night. You have a bad qualifying, you're kind of in a hole, and you don't make that invert, you're in a huge hole, and it's really hard to get out of. So, uh, that's the main thing I really focused on, and after that, then I would focus on racing because. Uh, you got to have laid on a good lap with USAC to be in a good spot for the rest of the night. Well, and there's obviously been a lot of talk, especially with the midgets, just about how physical the racing and the driving is. Um, you're a young guy, you know, that's coming in here that hasn't raced a ton of races. So what do you, what's your take on, on, you know, how aggressive you have to be to, to run up front? Do you feel like you have to be, or do you feel like there's ways around that? Oh, uh, yeah. I've noticed like, I'm was very patient. I'm still patient, but like very, very patient when I first came into this and I noticed real fast, like you have to be all out a hundred percent of the time if you want to run up front with those guys. Cause I mean, those, the main guys, I mean, they pounce on anything. You give them like an inch more and they'll take it. And you just gotta be on your game 100% of the time, especially on restarts and starts. Those are the main areas that I noticed that you have to be on your, on your game. I think Zeb was talking uh, to us last week saying, like, he doesn't drive the midgets hard enough to be fast anymore. Like, you have to drive the shit out of those cars to make them go fast, don't you? Yeah, I was wore out after Bloomington. <laughs> I was giving it all I had, and I still, I mean, I wasn't going 
much places. So uh, it's uh, they're definitely you have to be on the wheel 100 percent of the time if you want to go places. It's probably mostly too because every it's not like a huge uh, like car difference. Everybody is pretty close on cars, so like everybody is really equal on speed. So a tenth here, if you can find a tenth somewhere, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing I noticed. Like a lot of people this week were calling you guys like the underdog or the smaller team, and and I mean that's probably accurate. But you still guys have great equipment, like great equipment compared to the rest of the guys still. Oh yeah, the car is is on point. Just uh, no big tiny trailer, big trophy. So as Chet would say, but I mean the car is there. So as long as the car is there, that's all that matters. I love that big tiny trailer or tiny trailer big trophies. That's some good shit right there. <laughs> no, I, no, it's it's cool to see. Uh, you know the week that you had. I mean, what was that? I mean, your goal was it to run top five? You know, throughout most of the week. I mean, did you guys have? You know, I feel like that's probably not probably wasn't a realistic goal going into it, was it? No, I just told myself like qualify well and make every feature. And if you're in the feature, go for the top ten. Because top ten's hard still. I mean, there's a lot of good cars there, but now my goal every night was to make the feature, and I did that and got a little bit more, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone knows who you are now, uh, especially in Indiana. So hopefully your phone, you know, rings off the hook with uh, opportunities, and I'm sure I'm sure they will. So it's gonna be fun to see uh, what you can do, and of course, oh baby. Oh, H, you know, we got to stick with our, with our Buckeyes here, right? Yeah. Are you, Ohio, are, you, are you an Ohio State fan, Jacob? Yes, I am. Yes. All right. Big time. Uh, not big time, <laughs> but when football comes around, I am. <laughs> there you go, that's Ty. Just how Another one. Another that's one all they're, for you. That's all, they're, that's all they're raised around here, D. Welch. I mean, you know, the holidays. Yeah, you Michigan got a little, got State, a little sprinkle and, of Michigan everyone, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a different it's a different different sport uh, when it comes to Buckeye football around here. But no, it's just you know because there haven't been like a ton of Ohio racers who have won on the national scene. I mean, of course Jack Hewitt. Um, you know, if you think of USAC, um, you know Jack Hodenshield. If you think of like wing sprint car racing, or you know, and then of course the Blaney's and um, you know wing sprint car racing obviously is kind of more you know more you know synonymous with ohio but you know i like i think i think you got a little jack hewitt in you maybe not the mouth uh, but the, at least at least the, um, yeah. you know the, the the quickness and the pace you have in the race car yeah oh that'd be that'd be nice <laughs> i mean wing cars are huge around here and so are fenders fender cars so that's what my dad wanted me to do he wants me to go to late model racing but uh I, I like this open like, wheel stuff. So, like super yeah, late models stay, and stuff like that. Like, these things are so wheel. boring. Oh god, <laughs> that's that what that's what I say. It's just I don't know. I mean, it's rubber down racing. I don't. That's not my style. <laughs> I'd rip a quarter panel off every race if I was racing those things too. <laughs> Good kid, I like that. Stay with stay with open wheel stuff. Yeah, it's more fun. It probably don't. I mean, the the, the NASCAR stuff eventually will probably pay more, but. You'll uh you'll have you'll have more fun in the open door route at least. At least we do. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show and congratulations on the week you had and we wish you nothing but uh success uh for the rest of your career and I'm sure we'll definitely talk to you again. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Jacob Denny, everyone, the latest Buckeye to win with the USAC National Midget Series. 
Um, he is 17 years old. Just, you know, another bright young talent, part of this crop of uh, talent and generation that is really aggressive race car drivers, but also really good and quick and, and a lot of pace and a lot of speed. And he obviously has shown already he knows how to win. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if it was a shock D Welch that he won, but um, it was it was still a, a big upset in the in the USAC circles. Yeah, well, and you know, a couple of years ago, I think it was Chili Bowl twenty twenty one. He you know finished like seventh on his prelim night or something, um, Sixth, and yep. everybody, yeah, like and nobody had ever heard of him. Like nobody, you know, nobody because he was just racing D two cars and. Um, you know, so that was when he kind of came on my radar and, um, and so, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive though, considering, you know, I think how few actual midget races he has under his belt that, um, that he came in there to, to midget week of all weeks and, and, you know, had the week that he had. So, um, he's definitely had the speed and, and the pace, but it's hard, I mean, it's hard to convert that, you know as a young kid to a, a full 30 lap feature win. So um thought it was cool to see. He's a four time uh, USAC quarter midget national champion. He also uh, is a titleist in the D2 midget series, the, the USAC Midwest Thunder D2 midgets. So he has had set success like on the regional stage, right? Like he's shown that he, you know, is an elite race car driver, but to see it all come together for a team that has, and jumps in their car and, and gets it done for them at Lincoln Park Speedway. And then nonetheless, one of the coolest racetracks in Indiana. That was a really cool story. And then he goes on and has like top tens all week. He finishes third in points. It was just a very, very successful week for Jacob Denny. And um, he definitely uh, is you know going to get a look at our Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake of the week this week. And it's fun to have him on the show. Um, we are presented by Quick Pits and QuickPits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 parts and accessories from the brands you demand, truck, Jeep, auto, ATV, with fast, free shipping to your door. Use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout. That's Quick Pits, our presenting sponsor. We are also brought to you by Dirt Draft, our friends at DirtDraft.com. Lots of games going on right now. Currently in the midst of Ohio Sprint Week, if you're uh, intending for a title there, they're at Sharon tonight. It's been a great Ohio Sprint Week. They've had four different winners in four different races. Um, so keep complaining, you know, keep playing your dirt draft game. They're at Sharon tonight. Amswell Sprint Cars tonight at Grandview Speedway. They're kicking off their USAC Eastern Storm. You can play that on Dirt Draft along with Dirt Car Summer Nationals kicking off. Oh wow, the Summer Nationals are already starting. Um, they're at Kankakee Speedway. Uh, XR is at Belleville High Banks and then Atomic Speedway for tomorrow for the for the All-Stars. Those are some of the games you can play uh, on DirtDraft.com. They are great supporters of Flow and they are great supporters of the Loud Pedal Podcast. And we thank them for coming on the show. If you like to play like fantasy games, um, you know, they're they're really fun. You can do it with dirt racing and all the major dirt racing events are on DirtDraft.com. Uh, all right. This is this has been a good episode, D. Welch. It was fun to have Jacob on. Yeah, good kid, and um, like you said, I think we'll be uh, be talking to him again sometime in the near future. I'd imagine. I, I would imagine so. Enjoy Eastern Storm. Enjoy the rest of Ohio Sprint Week. Also, uh, everything else that's happening on Flow Racing. Lots of events, NASCAR races, late model races. 
<laughs> you can even check out wow sorry about that you can even check out the 24 7 channel um just too much racing to keep up with on flow racing until next week this has been the loud pedal podcast see you then